Psalms 103, the Bible says in verse 1, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. You can be seated this morning. When we look at this chapter, we uh, find that uh, this whole chapter and the next chapter uh, is encouraging us to praise the Lord. Uh, he gives us uh, every reason uh, under the sun to praise the Lord. Uh, he gives us uh, everything that we could ever imagine when we uh, read these chapters about what God has done and what He uh, is capable of. Uh, when we look at this first part of the chapter... Uh, notice the Bible said, Bless the Lord, O my soul. And then he said, Bless His holy name. And in verse 2, he said, Bless the Lord, uh, O my soul. Uh, that word bless means not only to pronounce a wish of happiness or to set apart for a holy purpose as we bless uh, uh, or consecrate by prayer, but here it literally means to praise or to glorify, or to magnify. Uh, and he went on to say that, uh, Bless the Lord, O my soul, uh, uh, and all that is within me, uh, bless His uh, holy name. Uh, every part, and every being, and with all our strength, we should praise the Lord. Uh, everything about us should be used uh, uh, in praise. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, it's a good thing to praise God, ain't it, this morning? I mean, it's good. I mean, I looked at this uh, and I studied on this message. Uh, uh, and, and really, I want to deal with the latter part of verse 1 uh, uh, where he said, Bless uh, uh, His holy name. Uh, I, I'm, I'm telling you, when it comes to praising the Lord, uh, we can't do it enough. Uh, some people think we do it too much. Others... Uh, don't do it enough. And I, I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, when it comes to blessing Him uh, uh, and praising Him, uh, uh, it should be an everyday and an all-day thing uh, uh, to thank God uh, and praise Him. It's easy to praise God when you're feeling good. It's easy uh, to praise God when your bucket's running over. Uh, it's easy to do that. It's kind of hard to do it when you don't feel good. It's kind of hard to do it when sorrow has come. You know why that me and you are not destroyed and overcome in a time of sorrow? Because of the grace of God that is ever near us. We ought to praise Him for that. Amen. How many times have we been like David and have said, I would not have made it had God not come by. There's been times that every one of us can say that. But I want you to look at right here what he said. Uh, all that is within me, bless his holy name. Go quickly. Uh, you ever think about what's in a name? 
I'm serious. You ever think about what's in a name? I mean, you all named your children for uh, many different reasons. Maybe you liked it. Uh, uh, maybe you looked at the biblical meaning of it. Uh, uh, for whatever reason, uh, uh, you, you named your child whatever you named them. Uh, my mother, I'm going to tell this. I'll have to cut it out before we send it out on the radio. But my mother, her name is June. And uh, you, you, know, you know where my mother got her name? She was named after June Carter. Some of you know who June Carter is. Some of you ain't even got a clue. Amen. I'm telling some ages around here. But there's something to a name. But notice what he said. That we are to bless His holy name. You ever think about the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? That the Bible tells us that we are to pray in His name. Well, then when we pray, you know, I have one preacher friend. He says, I quit praying in his name at the end. I just started praying in his name at the beginning. I thought, well, that's all right. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll wait to the end of the prayer. And however you want to do it, that's fine. I uh, will say in Jesus' name or in His name. Uh, we ask all these things in His name. Uh, and that's fine. But it's all about Him, you see. It's all about Him that's going to do the work. It's about Him that's going to make things happen. Now, listen, in Acts chapter 3, I believe it is, when Peter and John is going over there at prayer time uh, to the temple, what's the Bible say? Uh, that there was a lame man over there and he looked on Peter and John, uh, thought to have received something. Uh, uh, and you know what You know what Peter said to him? Uh, uh, he said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. It was in the name of Jesus that He healed him. It's a powerful name, ain't it? It's a powerful name. It's one that we pray in, but it's a powerful name uh, uh, that He can heal the sick. Paul said in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father uh, uh, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Not only uh, do we pray in His name, but we also give thanks in His name. Well, I just want to thank the Lord Jesus Christ. When's the last time you just thanked Him? I'm not saying pray to Him. I'm saying you thanked Him. I mean that you said, Lord, I just want to thank You for a while. Let me sit down and tell you what I'm thankful for and then just start naming stuff off. Thankful for my children. Thankful for my wife or my husband. I'm thankful for the job that I have. I'm thankful for the help that you've given us. Thankful for the home that I've got. I'm not destitute. And on the street, I'm thankful for the mind that I have. The ability to think. I'm thankful for the work that I'm able to perform. Thank you, Lord, for the sunshine. I Thank you for the air that we're breathing. Lord, just thank you for all. When is the last time? Hey, I'm just as guilty as you are. I don't thank Him. Like I should. But it's a saving name, ain't it? Neither is there salvation in the other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Only the Lord Jesus Christ can save today. He told His disciples in Luke chapter 21 that you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. You know why folk don't like us today? Jesus. Uh, friend, it, it has nothing. I want you to grasp this uh, today. It really has nothing uh, uh, more than just to do than they just don't like Jesus. Uh, they like the Jesus that they can pick. Are you listening to me now? They like the Jesus that they can pick and choose. 
Uh, they like the Jesus that does not judge. They like the Jesus that always loves. Uh, uh, they like the Jesus that causes no problems. Uh, uh, they like the Jesus that lets them live however they want to live. But that's not the Jesus of the Bible. That's not. I mean, when you go back and you begin to read, yes, He loved. Uh, uh, and yes, He warned us about judging. Uh, but even He judged. Amen. And He has all power to judge. And they're going to hate us for His name's sake. But notice what He said. He said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. And bless His holy name. Can I say that first of all, number one, and I don't have too many points here and I'm going to hurry, uh, but God's name is a holy name. Uh, not only does that the word holy mean properly or entire, talking about the word whole, uh, uh, talking about having a pure heart, a pure temper, and a uh, pure uh, disposition. Uh, uh, it said talking about being free from sin uh, and sinful affections when it applies to God. But that word holy also means a, a hallowed or set apart for sacred use. Uh, the very first mention of the word holy in the Bible uh, uh, is where God meets with Moses over there in Exodus chapter 3 uh, and He tells him to take his shoes off. He said, for the place whereon thou standest uh, is holy ground. It's kind of like this sanctuary right here. This is a holy place, if you let me say. Why? It's been hallowed uh, uh, and set apart uh, and act for the worship uh, of the God of heaven. Amen. It's been hallowed and set apart uh, uh, for the learning and the praise uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is a very important building. Uh, uh, it's not like home, friend. You understand that? You ever hear somebody around church say, just make yourself at home? You'll never hear me say that. You know why? When I get home, I take my coat off, kick my shoes off, I, I, I get in a restful position. We ain't home right here. This ain't like home. And you need to get that in your mind. You need to get that in your children's mind. This ain't like home, friend. This is a place to come and worship and a place to spend time with God and meditate and praise Him and the choir to come and sing and the preacher to preach and the teacher to teach all about Him, you see. It's a different, this is a different place. It's a different building. But holy means perfectly just and good. That is God's character is holiness. Not to be holy, but He is holy. I mean, He is our example. First Peter said, Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Listen, I, I, when God said, I'm holy, I, I'm perfect, I'm entire, everything about me is right, I, and you're to be the same way. Amen? We are to strive for perfection, are we not? Amen? I mean, we're to strive for perfection, not to save us, but because we are saved and we want to be more and more like Him. We've got too many Baptists today that want to live like the world and still come in here on Sunday and praise Him and worship and then go back out there and don't even try to live like Him. Man, this thing ain't preaching nothing like I thought it's going to. But Marvin, I thought we'd all be shouting with our handkerchiefs in there by now. Amen. <coughs> But God's holy. Exodus chapter 15, they have come through the Red Sea 
And they're singing the song of Moses. And boy, they're talking about everything that God done. Just as we sang page 379 this morning, there is a fountain filled with blood talking about what Jesus done. And all that, they're talking about what God done for them. Bringing them through the Red Sea and how they conquered the horse and the rider. And they get over to verse 11 and they said, Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among all the gods? Or among the gods? Who is like unto thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? They said, you're glorious in holiness. Your your holiness shines out in what you've done. God is holy. God's name is holy. It is a sacred uh, and a set-apart name, the Lord God Jehovah. Uh, Listen, it is a sacred uh, and set-apart name uh, uh, that we're to worship. Amen? You realize that, don't you? His name is a special name. It's a holy name. The world. Let me ask you something. Why does the world take His name in vain? Exodus chapter 20 tells us over there, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for He will, not, for he will uh, not hold Him guiltless that taketh His name in vain. Why does the world take His name in vain? They don't take, they, they don't take other people's name in vain. I mean, I mean, think about it. Just let it set in. Why do they, why do they misuse uh, uh, the name the God of heaven uh, uh, and His Son Jesus Christ? Uh, why do they use their name in vain? Think about it. They don't use their own name in vain. They don't use their mom and daddy's name in vain. But yet they'll use the name of God in vain. Turn it into a byword or a cuss word. And then use it that way. Why is that? You, you ever th- think about it. Why? Why is that? Why is it the world will make fun of His name? Why is it they'll make fun of the name of Jesus Christ, but yet uh, it is a holy name? The Bible said, bless His holy name. Think about that for a minute. What's in a name? There's a lot in His name. There's a lot to His name. And I wish that, 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 that I could really drive that into my head and your head too. That His name is so important. I, I friend, that at the name of Jesus, I, I, I mean lepers were cleansed and the dead were raised. And folk were healed and men and women are saved. Because of the name of Jesus Christ. We sang out of the blueback book sometimes. Oh, what a lovely name. Page four out of the Blueback Book. What a lovely name. There, there, there was a lady that me and my wife used to go to church with years ago, and she, she would sing that old song, Tell Me His Name Again. And boy, you remember Miss Linda saying that? Tell me his name again. And I, and I, I mean, just, just I began to talk about uh, who he was and what he was. I, and say, just tell me uh, uh, his name again. Uh, boy, he, he's something else this morning. Uh, I'm worthy of our praise. I don't know uh, how to exalt him right. I don't know how to praise him right. But friend, I'm telling you this morning, with all our being and everything inside of us, because of Him and His name alone, we ought to want to praise Him. 
Well, when we get to singing about Jesus, we ought to just want to praise Him for a little while. Say, preacher, you're wanting me to jump. I'm wanting you uh, to praise Him. I'm wanting you to bless His name. You know, sometimes get up in the choir and get to sing or the preacher will be preaching. And that's just why I'll say, bless His name. Amen. I think He's worthy of it. I want to show you. I want to show you why we bless His name. He said in verse 2, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. What are His benefits? And notice what He said in verse 3, Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. You know why we bless His holy name? He has forgave us. He's forgave us. I mean, listen, when, when, when uh, we were in our iniquities, when, when we were in our sin, and notice what it said, uh, uh, it said all thine iniquities. When's the last time that you remembered that you were a sinner and God forgave you? When's the last time that you remembered that you were an enemy of God and an enemy with God and had enmity between you and Him and because of the Lord Jesus Christ He wounds you and draws you and you got to get saved and you come. When's the last time you remembered that and you said, Lord, I just want to praise you. You didn't have to forgive me, but you forgave me. I wasn't worthy, but you did it anyway. And I want to bless your name for that today. When's the last time we ever done that? When was the last time that we remembered what it was like to get that load of sin lifted off of us? And boy, could breathe. I mean, when it's no longer there, wasn't worried about being, wasn't worried about being lost anymore, uh, uh, but saved. Uh, uh, we're no longer sinners. Uh, uh, God was not holding it against us uh, uh, anymore. Take your Bible to the book of Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18. I find myself like this fellow right here, Matthew chapter 18. And look in verse 23. Uh, yeah, verse 23. And therefore is the kingdom of heaven. Well, Peter asked a question in verse 21. He said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Until seven times. Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven Verse 23, Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed 10,000 talents. That is an innumerable amount. For, for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold and his wife and children and all that he had and paid it to be made. Now notice what he said. The Lord commanded for him to be sold and his wife and his children and all that he had and payment. There was no way that even selling out this servant was going to make the payment. 10,000 talents was like, I mean, it was just an astronomical amount of day's work. And I don't know how the servant got here, but here he is owing 10,000 talents. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him saying, Lord, have patience with me and I will pay thee all. He couldn't do it. But he said, if you'll have patience with me, I'll pay everything. And the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him his debt. Now I want you to come on down and look in verse 32. And what has happened is this servant has went out and found one that owed him a hundred pence and he laid by his throat and he was going to throw him into prison and, and his other servants went to him. But notice what he said in verse 32. Then his Lord after that he had called him said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt. Now notice what your Bible said. 
because thou desirest me. Somewhere in that conversation uh, between the servant and the master, he said, I'll pay you. But somewhere he also desired to have forgiveness. I wasn't sure what all I was getting tonight that I got saved. I just wanted to get saved. I know I was lost, and I know I needed to get saved. I didn't realize, I'm, I'm not sure that I realized that all my sins were going to get wiped away. You know, especially in, in, in some Baptist churches, man, they'll, they'll have you scared to death. They, they'll, they'll literally have you scared to death. You're saved here, but both you mess up over here. I don't know if you'll make it in or not. They say they believe in internal security, but I ain't so sure about it. Amen. Say, preacher, you're not going to strive for perfection? Sure, I'm going to strive for perfection. But he also knoweth our frame and that we are dust. He understands that. And I'm not giving you or me a, a, a way out to sin and all that, but I'm telling you, when I got forgiven, I got forgiven of it all. See, I've been washed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ just not, just not only of the sins over here from where I got saved and back. I got forgiven of all the sins from here and everything forward. They're all gone, man. You ask me why I'm happy, I'll tell you why. Because my sins are gone. He said, bless His holy name. You ought to bless the Lord this morning because your sins are gone. As far as the east is removed from the west, so far has He removed our transgressions from us. The Bible said they were cast uh, into the sea of forgetfulness. The Bible said to little John, He said if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we come to Him, He will forgive so you know what the, the king done? You know what the Lord done in Matthew 18? He forgave him. He just forgave him. If you won't praise God for no other reason, you ought to praise God that you're not dying and going to hell. You, you ought to do that because you know what the Bible said? We go back to the text verse in Psalms 103, and I, I'm skipping, but I'll come back to it. He said, Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? You're not dying and going to hell. Hey, listen, I mean, you're talking about being redeemed uh, uh, from destruction. I'm redeemed from the, uh, from the lake of fire. I've been bought uh, and brought out of that thing uh, uh, from hell, the lake of fire, and eternal separation of God uh, off into darkness. I'll no longer have to worry about that destruction. Or to praise Him. Or to praise Him. Preacher, it just ain't in me to to praise the Lord, to jump up. I didn't say jump up and shout glory. Hallelujah, it might do you good. But I'm going to tell you every now and again, somewhere along the line, you ought to find some time to sing some praises from your heart. You ought to find some time to say, hey, I want to testify. If we open the floor, uh, 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 and it's testimony time, uh, to, to, to say, hey, I'm going to testify right here. I remember there was a lady come to church when this was a long time ago, and she was very, very quiet. Did testify. I never heard her testify. But she came in on Wednesday night and she, she said after the service, Preacher, if you would have opened the floor, I'd have testified tonight. I'm thinking if you would have told me, I'd have let you. If you come in here and you want to tell about what God has done for you and it's pressing on you, hey, that we'll take a minute. We'll stop for a minute and let you say, hey, let me tell you what God has done. 
There's nothing wrong with that. He said he what? He what? Redeemed us. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? He redeems. He bought us and paid for us. That's what that word redeem means. That's what Jesus done by giving Himself at Calvary. I, I mean, when's the last time that you ever thanked Him and praised Him for Calvary? I mean, that you thought about somebody dying and going to the cross. I've got to the point now to where I see a cross on the side of the road uh, or one somewhere. Uh, listen, everywhere you look, you can find a cross if you'll try hard enough. You may be going down the road and look at a power pole and you'll see a cross, won't you? Think about it for just a second. And I'm reminded that's where Jesus hung and died and bled for me. See, see, we say it like this, that, well, He died for the world. He died for sinners. No, He died for you. And He died for me. Well, when you start saying He died for me, well, you get to see in yourself. You get to see in yourself as the sinner. And He redeemed us out of destruction. I'm glad to be redeemed out of destruction. I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring, but I do know this, that if I would have stayed lost, there is no telling where my life would be at right now. Think about it for just a minute. I know some lost people do good in the world, but I know a bunch of them that, man, their life is nothing but destroyed because of sin. And I've been kept from that. Are you, I ain't better than them. I'm kept from that because of Him, not because of me. He's worthy to be praised. Bless His holy name. He kept me out of that mess. He kept me away. Hey, I can, I can look back. I can look back when, when, when I was 13 or 14 years old and see that I was headed down the road. I can see it. Couldn't see it then, but I can look back on it. And I could see some of the people that I was running with before I was saved. And I could see that boy was headed down the wrong path. But I, and, I, and, and, and it could just be the Lord because I remember in that first week after getting saved that them friends left. I remember separating myself from them people. Not, not, not that I set out to do it, I, I, but something was just different about them and me. You know, when you get saved, something different happens to you. I worry about people who say they got saved and remain the same. I worry about that. That go on in life like nothing has never changed in their life. I worry about that. Because the Bible said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. But when we got saved, he redeemed us and brought us out of destruction. Go back and look in verse 3. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. We can spiritualize that and talk about uh, that it's sin sickness and He does bring us out of sin sickness. And I'm thankful for that, but I do believe He's a divine healer. I believe God can touch your body this morning. If you're sick, I believe he can do it. I honestly do. My wife, she, uh, she yesterday evening and, and through the night and this morning, uh, she got up and, and her TMJ was wearing her out in her jaw. I, and and when, when she got up and it was still hurting, I just started praying. You can ask her. I pray all the time about sickness. I, I, I just be, I, When you get sick, I pray for you. Do you? Do you pray for you when you get sick? 
I do. If I'm sick, you can, you can bet. Now, I'm not even a bad man, but you can bet that, that I'm praying for me. Amen. Surely you do that. I've heard some people say, I've heard some people say, well, I don't want to pray for myself. Why? Why would you not pray for yourself? Why would you not talk to the Lord about you? You know you better than anybody knows you. Amen. I mean, let's take it through here, church. Amen. He says, if we have a need, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may find mercy and grace to help in a time of need. When Jesus came in His ministry, He also he saved people, but He also healed people. He touched them. Sometimes it does. Well, not sometimes. It is on faith. If, if we're not going to believe that He can do it, then I, I wouldn't even bother to pray. Now, there's a different. I've heard people say faith is... It's not believing God can, but God will. No, now you're setting yourself up for failure right there. Because God's got His own will of what He's going to do. And I don't understand that thing. But I do know God can. I know that for a fact, God can. I was reminded as I studied this message, I was reminded what about Brother Morris, our missionary to Australia. And by the way, he's in right now. Hopefully have him here uh, pretty soon. Uh, and, and he was talking about his sister-in-law, his wife's sister. She was up at UT Hospital and dying of cancer. I mean, she, she, that, she was dying. Uh, and Sister Marsh and her other two sisters gathered around the one that was laying on the bed. And the doctors and nurses said they had never heard praying like that in their life. And that woman got up and walked out of the hospital without a lick of cancer. What do you do with that? What, what do you do with that? I mean, the doctors are over here and they're saying she's got cancer and she's dying with cancer. She ain't going to leave here. Uh, and what happens? You get in there and you get to praying and God comes by. What do you do with that? Don't you reckon He ought to be praised for that? Amen. I think so. He said that healeth all thy diseases. You go back and you look when Jesus comes to His own country and He says, you're going to say, Prophet, heal thyself and all these things because they, they had no... Let me see how I can say this. I won't say they didn't have confidence in Him, but they knew who He was. He was Joseph and Mary's son. They did not see Him as Jesus Christ. And you know what he said over in the book of Luke? He said, And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elias. And he's talking about during the time of, not of Elijah, but of his predecessor. And he said, Of Elias the prophet, and none of them was cleansed, save Naaman the Syrian. You know, we come to 2 Kings chapter 5. Ain't that where we find out about Naaman the leper? And you find out about Naaman the leper. And he gets over to Elisha. And Naaman the leper goes over and he even had a hard time believing. But Elisha said, just go down there and dip yourself seven times in the river Jordan and your skin will come again. 
has a little child. And you know what he done? He went and done that. And God healed him. But you know what Jesus said? He said out of all the lepers that was over there in that day, only Naaman was healed. It was a lack of faith. They were in a time of sin. You have to understand that right there. Can I tell you why sometimes we don't see him move? One, we don't ask. And two, we don't believe. He said, you ask not and you receive not. He redeemed us from destruction. Stay with me now. Stay with me. I'm talking about bless His holy name. What did He say? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Has God not been better to you than what He should have been? Amen. Think about it for just a minute. Think about it. If, if we'll really put, put ourselves in a place of humility and not be prideful and say, well, God, 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 God should have done. No, God shouldn't have done nothing for us. Everything I've got is because of Him. Amen. I get to thinking that I've really done something by what I've tied and give to missions and then I'm reminded that He's gave it to me. <laughs> that I'm, I'm nothing without Him and He's everything without me. Amen. Amen. He said bless His holy name. Listen, we ought to praise Him this morning. Well, you get to thinking about how good God has been. Everything you got and He's gave to you. All the time He's been your friend. All the time He's come by and supplied grace. All the time that He has held your hand. And all the time that He's let you uh, uh, lean upon His shoulder and, uh, and weep and cry. He's dried your tears. Uh, uh, all those times that He's just come by. He said, Who crowneth thee with loving kindness, tender mercies. You know why you ought to praise Him? Because He's just been good to you. He's been merciful to you and showed us loving kindness. Verse 5, Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. I understand He's talking. He, he gave, listen, He gave them something to eat and satisfied them. He did and, and strengthened them. But when you look at that, when you look at that, of all the benefits that God has gave us, he said, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Say, La. Uh, he, he said, Blessed. What did he say? Blessed be the Lord. He said, Start out with praising Him. Here's why. Because He daily loadeth us with benefits. Amen. You know, the one thing I want me and you both to see this morning, church, is, is everything we've got, everything we've had, got, and will have, is because of Him. Right. And we were to bless His name. We were to bless His name. You go look in Matthew chapter 6 and, and you'll find that they were the Lord was dealing with them over there about worrying about what they were going to eat and how they were going to be clothed and all that. He gives them... You know, I stood there at the window this morning after we kind of got ready and I was looking out through the kitchen window out across the front porch and I, I was watching the birds. They gather out there in the front yard and they'll peck around at the ground and they'll look for something to eat and, and, and I was looking at them and I thought, man, you, you know the Bible said, this is what I was thinking to myself, you, you know the Bible said that there ain't one of them birds will fall out of the air that God didn't know it. That's right, man. And then I got to study, you know, Brother Jeff, I got to think about, reckon how many birds there is upon the whole face of the earth. 
Just, just not in, in tranquility. Just not at Martin Kelly Latham's house. That, that God was looking at them birds that was down there on the ground. Uh, and if one of them fell, God knew all about it. You know what the Lord told them? He, he said, how more important are you? He tells them at one point, every hair on your head's numbered. He gets all the way over there. He, he was trying to get them not to be worried is what he was telling them. Don't be concerned about this stuff. And you get to Matthew 6 and verse 33. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. He said, you, you be more concerned about serving God and God will take care of the rest of it. God will take care of the rest of it. I'm going to close with this. Psalms 100. He said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord. With gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye not the Lord? He is God. It is He that hath made us and not we ourselves. Wherever you are in life, if you think you've done something, you have not. Because <laughs> God has done it. You ought, to get, you ought to get around Buddy Gallion sometime. I'm telling you, Daddy, for just a minute, Mitchell. You ought to get around Buddy Gallion sometime and get him talking about the business that they have that's been going on since the late 80s and, and get him to tell you some things about the business. And you know what he'll tell you? We're here because of God. That's what he'll tell you. Uh, he says there's a lot smarter people and a lot better business people than we ever was that went out of business a long time ago. And he said, we're here because of God. <laughs> it does me good to hear it. And I know it does him boys in the shop to hear that. He said, it is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. He said, enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him. And you know what the next part says? Do you know? And bless His name. For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth unto all generations. We simply just need to bless the name of the Lord. You've done that lately? Let's bow our heads. Come ahead, Brother Marvin. If you would, Brother Jeff, if you would, let's give us a verse of invitation. If you're saved this morning, you, listen, if you're lost, you still have a reason, praise the Lord, that you're breathing air and you can get saved. But I, I want you to get this this morning. I want you to get this. If you're saved, you ought to praise the Lord. You, you ought to praise. I, listen, somewhere along today, you ought to say, listen, it's one thing to be at home. And, and just look up to heaven. Hey, if somebody already come pray, if you won't come, you come on. If there's one thing when you're at home, let, let me ask you this. Do you praise the Lord while you're at home? Everything we've got's because of Him. I'm not telling you we've got to swing from the chandeliers. I'm not telling you that. What I'm telling you is He is worthy of praise and blessing His name out of your mouth. That's what I'm telling you. The sacrifice of praise the book of Hebrews talks about. When's the last time you thanked Him? You're not, you're, you're not down at the hospital this morning. And even if you was at the hospital, you could still thank the Lord. But you're not down at the hospital this morning sitting beside the bed of your husband or wife or your child. You're sitting in church.
Man, Lord, I thank you for that. When's the last time you just blessed his name? Said, I just want to thank the Lord. Heavenly Father, would you help during this invitation? Maybe somebody lost needs to come and get saved. I pray you'd move on their heart. But Lord, if there's somebody here that just, Lord, they've not thanked you in a while. Let, let them come and just thank you. Get up around this altar and say, Lord, I just want to thank you. For it all, just want to thank you. And bless your name. Maybe somebody that needs to publicly thank you. And say, I just want to thank God for what he's done. Would you move this morning for all this in Jesus' name. Amen.